It's your week, your sports, the new Clarksville Now podcast. I'm John Glass, along with Jeff Matthews and Christian Brown. It's your week, your sports, John Glass, back at it another week in the booth, talking sports, all things local high school, Austin P and national news. Coming off our own bye week, Austin P had theirs the week prior, so we decided we were going to take a little sabbatical. Jeff Matthews, Christian Brown, boys, how are we doing? Doing, doing great. Yeah, I'm doing way better than Jeff has been. All right. Should we just go into it? I, I don't have the music. Christian, do you want to yeah, like, <clears throat> audibly make the music? My throat's a little scratchy, but I'll, I'll see if I can do it. Okay. In the um, 104 and 58. That was the record the Atlanta Braves ended their season with. The number one team in baseball with a record 52 and 29 at home, 52 and 29 <clears throat> away as well. They ended the season with a 64 win percentage. Going in to the beautiful postseason that. Let's be honest, we all were really excited about. We all loved we all love postseason baseball. Phillies took game one. Well, actually, we should start with the Phillies doing a nice job going against Miami, getting the win there, moving on care to of business. Moving on to the first round of the playoffs with the Atlanta Braves. Phillies take game one three to zero. Game two, Braves are able to come back and win that one five that to four. That was a fun comeback game. It was too. a really fun comeback game. Uh game three. It's okay. You know, take a moment. You know, I'm just, I'm just gonna say it. I'm just gonna say it. <laughs> Phillies win the series after defeating the Braves at one point, ten to two, and then they move on to win the next game, three to one. Um, we're just gonna end this with a moment of silence for the Atlanta Braves. Um, thank you. I want to say real quick, just talking about that series. You just don't call out or make fun of. Bryce Harper. I, I I just want to say that. Then also, you don't want to pitch to him when you upset him. And then also, they shouldn't have pitched to Nick Castellanos, who ended the, the series. I think they did intentionally walk him at one point, but then they couldn't do couldn't it do later. It again. It, well, it, and it was that was because situationally they couldn't. Like it I was mean, just the way how baseball ends up. You can't. There's some situations you can't intentionally walk somebody, and yeah. uh, that's where we were. And, and, and burn them. Here's the thing, you know, when it comes down to it, I, 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 I'm not even going to say that. I mean, I'll, I'll say that the Phillies played great offensive baseball. I mean, they also Whoa. pitched very well. I'll, okay, like I'm not going to. I think I, that's the big thing. I'm not for gonna, me. I have never once dogged a team when they've played well. I, I want to point out the pitching more than anything because that's what really that's what solidified the series. Well, I mean, see, so yes, and the pitching for um, the Phillies was fantastic because the Braves couldn't hit the broad side of a barn. It was just a tough. It was just a tough series to watch because the whole entire time you knew, as a Braves fan, I feel like I was watching it, and it just like with every game, it just looked like um, that's the typical Braves playoffs way, right? Yeah. You know, they won the World Series, they, and then the, the following year they are out first round, and then now same thing situation, Upset right? By the Phillies both times, exactly. And and the problem is, well, I don't want to say the problem is because I mean I'm not going to sit here and say that I can give you the answer to the full problem, but yeah. I mean really you just got to look at it and say like we do great in the regular season. I I mean I wasn't I didn't lie about any stats that I just read off about the Braves. They were the number one team in baseball. Yeah. They were the number one seed, best record in baseball, one of Everybody, the best offensive seasons of all time. And if you looked at every Every analyst, most analysts felt like the Braves were at least going to make it to uh, the NLCS. I kind of just knew. 
I mean, and you know, and I, you is, and I, I, I even texted you. Yeah. I texted you, and I said, if there's ever going to be, if there's going to be a team that knocks out the Braves, it's going to be L.A. or it's going to be the Phillies. And neither of those um, teams wound up making it. I mean, yeah, that's well, true. The Phillies, the Phillies, Phillies, Phillies L.A. got LA. upset. Um, and I mean, I mean, look, I end it with after that game, I, I move on pretty quick. So you know. That game, that that series happened, and I was right back into football just to watch Dallas lose. So that was fun too. Um, <laughs> double whammy, double whammy. And but the good thing is Dallas, you know, fixed it up this Dallas past back. weekend. So I was pretty happy about that John, uh, on Monday, I should say. John has something he's sitting on. I was about to say he's ready. To, he's ready. He's ready for, ready for it, baby. Let it go. It's no, not, you don't let it go. It's, it's the hair on the back of your neck is standing what? up right now. <laughs> and, and you know, I have no dog in this fight. I just poke the bear sometimes. It's fun. It's fun time. Sometimes I like to poke the bear. A lot of times, actually. <laughs> um, Is that a was, bad joke? Uh, we have a, you we calling have, me a bear? No, we have a, we have a group chat that we uh, talk about, and I think during the Phillies Braves series, I was just on both ends of the spectrum, just trying to like incent, like just. <laughs> he was he was riling everybody up, just basically. No, no, no. Everyone up. He was riling me up. Well, no, no, no. Uh, I, 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 I might have missed a few times. When, when Bryce Harper got oh. his elbow hit, he was like, oh my gosh, his arm oh my shattered. Gosh. Yeah. I was like, John. I thought that was funny because I it be quiet. exploded. Because we all were watching that game, and I could just say, I, I, when, when I saw it happen, I feel like. It looked worse than what it was. See, no, his reaction made it look worse. Yeah. It wasn't even the play. All it was was a funny bone hit, and it probably yeah. just. Shook that shoulder up a little bit, which yeah. sucks. Don't get me wrong; that yeah. hurts. But I mean, coming off Tommy John surgery, you should too. be scared. Honestly, it probably scared the crap out of Bryce it's, Harper. It scared me and yeah. the entire Phillies but, organization. Well, when they showed the replay, I was like, "Even okay, we, we, we he yeah. should be fine." Worse that it is, he doesn't play the rest of this game, but he's back in the next one. Yeah. That was my conclusion. But then, he but then yeah, he walked right back. Yeah, out. Yeah, no, I was I was going on both sides. Like in the ninth inning, when the Braves had two on and one out or no outs, I was like. They got one out, and I was like, hey, man, you know what? This is awesome. All you got to do is just not give up a home run or a double. That's it, man. That's I'm, like, I'm out here Harper, sweating. Bryce Harper had enough home runs for himself. Don't get me and wrong. That's what I'm saying. Oh, my like, gosh. That, but Bryce Harper wasn't their home run hitter for and, that series. It was Castellanos. You know what's funny? Kyle Schorber was non-existent. Which was series. odd to me. Like I didn't yeah. I didn't understand. I think the Braves I didn't just, understand how Bryce was able to find hits. But Schwarber wasn't because I feel like Schwarber and Bryce are pretty close when it comes yeah. to the bat. I mean, I think Bryce has a pretty just swing. more consistent too. Yeah, he's also aggressive. Like yeah. Bryce is going to go after those pitches that some batters won't. Schwarber, I, I think he will too, but he's a little bit yeah. more conservative yeah. about it. So, what what I have to say, and like I, I I equate. I don't know what type of Twitter y'all are on. But like my Twitter is very intertwined with like Vol Twitter, the lying one, and uh, there's like personal Cardinals Twitter, uh, and then Vol Twitter and Braves Twitter kind of like commingle, and Braves uh-huh. Twitter has turned into a very faction of Vol's Twitter because a lot of Vol's fans are Braves fans. Well, yeah, okay. Tennessee is Braves country; yeah. it's a part of it. Sadly, part of it. Yeah, it's yeah, sadly it makes sense because the Braves are the closest team, unless you're where we are. Uh, how long is it? Can to I get finish to the it? sentence? I'm how, getting there, bro. How long is it to get to Atlanta? I'm just uh, from six, like Nashville six. area. From Nashville area, it's about four. Um, which Hartsville, is it's like what about four and five. a half, five. Yeah, but I mean, St. Louis, like I was trying to say, was when you're where we are, north, middle, and to the. Yeah. Never eat sorry. West. Whatever direction. That yeah, is. I was about to say from north, middle to. West Tennessee and you're that north area, you are going to find a lot more St. Louis fans because St. Louis is only about three it's and a, a half three, hours away. It's really a three-team race here in Clarksville. It's Braves, Cardinals, and Reds. 
Reds, the Reds fans have been historic. Like Tennessee, Tennessee, I have seen a lot of Reds yeah. fans. Tennessee actually. and Tennessee and Reds fans are a thing. Like that is mm-hmm. a especially on the plateau yeah. in northern like. Ohio is not that far away from no. here, but we're seeing a lot more Braves fans are right now. I think because one, they just won. I mean, not just yeah, one, but a on couple the bandwagon. Years. Yeah, I mean, people are going to do that, but I mean, like it's only been a couple years since that. And on top of that, we have a very young team, a very fun team, like the Phillies do as well. I mean, both of our fan bases get really rowdy. So do the St. Louis Cardinals, apparently. No, and uh, <laughs> that was funny. So, I liked so, that so, one. Car- I vibe. So, so Cardinal. So, and this is getting back to my point. Like Card- Cardinals fan base is like. We think we are the purveyors of baseball. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll self admit that. I mean, there is a very, it's like a clean, like kind of like Yankees Cardinals, very much similar in the fact of it's like purveyors of baseball rules and like wins. And like, I mean, they've won the most world series ever, <clears throat> but Braves fans have turned into Vols fans in a sense, at least on the Twitter that I follow. And it is a, a very cocky, very talk crap type uh, and then they, what I'm getting at, let me. I don't know. It's kind of earned, though. I mean, this year, you could also make the argument it was earned because we were the number one team in baseball. So there is a lot of hype around that. That's where you can get a lot of the confidence and cockiness from. Now, when you get burned, you also that's, have to be, you also have to be able to eat it. That's you know what, what I mean? So it's so funny because all the talk shows in Knoxville that I was listening to that were talking Braves and talking this, we think this is the best roster. It, in existence, literally, quite literally, <laughs> the I mean, accent I mean, for some me. of the best rosters. Hey, the original lineup that Snicker had. The guy was who lethal. was supposed to be MVP, one forty three in the playoff. Arcia one fifty four. Your DH one fifty four. And that, like, yeah, that goes back to what we said about uh, the pitching for Phillies. They, they just they executed they were on the it. game plan perfectly. You got you got to hit better though. I mean, I know the Phillies have good pitching. It's just. Well, that's the crazy thing. So Zach Wheeler is ranked number one in MLB history in whip in the playoffs. You know, I also don't think this is whip. Whip. So, like, these guys just showed up. Austin Riley showed up, though. He did. Hey, shout shout out to Austin Riley. I'll say that, too. The one guy who, what did he bat? What did he bat? He literally led every category outside of uh, on-base plus, uh, OBP, on-base plus slugging. Uh, Op. Ozzy uh, had that one, but he led batting average 353, two homers, three RBI, three RBIs. Dang, that's it. Anyway, he had three six, RBIs, but how many runs six, did he score six, total? That's six, like six. a third of what we made. Uh, I was going to say, let me see. I, honestly, I thought he was the most overhyped player entering this season, and he showed, he he showed me that that's when he, not the case. When he, when he became a Brave, I knew. I, I, I mean, too, that but. first year, he was good. Like, I mean, people, he came out, he had a home run his first at bat, I think. Oh, I know, but... Um, <laughs> I, I love Austin Riley. He is another one of those players where he's had a couple of lulls this past season, but we had such a good lineup that they were able to kind of carry it. Yeah. And then, I don't know, I don't know, there's no excuse for it, for the Braves, obviously, but I mean, you kind of just chop it up to... Um, chop? Chop, chop on, bro. When the Phillies started doing the chop, I knew it was over. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. you that I saw retire that. the chop. No, no, no. Because and here's the, and here's the other thing. At one point, Not the even Braves the controversial thing. Well, the Braves, in theory, I don't. Think if I remember this correctly, the Braves got rid of. They didn't get rid of the tomahawk chop, but they got rid of I think the music that goes with Who it. Who had it first? Uh, FSU. Yeah, that's uh, Deion oh. Sanders. 
Did he bring it over? Deon, yeah, Deion Sanders is the guy that went to FCA, FSU and brought it to FSU. Not surprised. Um, then he played for the Braves. And then he played for the Braves. He, the, well, year, the Braves adopted the year, it. I know, but... Yeah. The year, he cool. played in a World Series. The year before they won it, I think. I don't think he won the World Series. He played in 95... No, he no, played in 94. I think it was yeah. 94. Yeah, 90, 95 is when they won it. He was the player to play, I think. He was the first player to play ever to play both. World Series and then like fly out to play in a he never played in both of them, though. He dressed for one of them. No, he not, didn't. Not he played. Fo- he played football. Yeah. Well, okay. I don't know about that, but he played. So I think what you're talking about is when he played for. He played football and baseball within 24 hours. Yes. Yeah. He dressed and played for football. He only dressed and played. He didn't. He, he only he dressed, ran, didn't he? No. He said he, he. He said he just dressed for baseball. I think I saw this in a recent interview with him. Actually, he was like a lot of people talk Let's about check that the tape on that. He was like a lot of people talk about it, but I didn't play. I only I only dressed for both. I played football. Really cool thing is though, everybody gave him a round of applause when he made the trip. Yeah, yeah. He said that his teammates gave him a standing ovation in the bus. I yeah. thought that was really cool. What? Shout out to Deion Sanders. Hey. So we do you, we we'll get into the playoffs here. I guess a little bit more. Um, Philly's up two zero on the Diamondbacks. I don't know. I feel like we're already deep in it. Do we want to go ahead and just do yeah, national? Let's knock this out and then we'll get on to uh, the big game in high school this week. Yeah, let's do um, that. Yeah. So playoff baseball. It's it's fun. It's awesome. We love it. Um, I think the Phillies. I don't look. I don't want to jinx them, but I think the Phillies are completely in control. They are definitely gonna take care of business. And well, they're two and zero right now yeah. over the Diamondbacks. Uh, coming off a ten zero victory. I mean, Kyle Schorber has actually showed up this series. That's a big thing. And you know, I think. I don't want to jinx them as well, but they're playing really good. So baseball. World Series, it's going to be a Phillies versus X World Series. Probably tonight. Rangers. They're so up two zero. So that's what we're saying, Jordan Montgomery. You know, there's actually a rumor the Cardinals are going to uh, try to pursue him in the offseason to get him back. Uh, they just used no. I mean, might as well, right? Trade him while y'all are not going to be able to make the playoffs anyway, and then try to get him back on his actual contract next year. If he Unfor- thinks you guys are contenders again, unfortunately for, well, apparently the Cardinals, now you have off, to persuade them. Apparently the Cardinals front office saying. says they're about to drop some dollars. This, uh, well, that's good. They should thought, have fired their manager, though. I was about yeah. to say. They also spent a lot of money on Paul Goldschmidt. Not really Nolan. Well, Goldie's la- this is Goldie's last year. Okay. Um, I feel bad for Arenado. Yeah, Arenado's there for five years. I feel bad for this. Homeboy is probably. He took a cut. He oh he didn't get paid what he. He might be waving that no trade clause, or if he even has one. Yeah, I think he's. In, I think he's in it for the long haul. But why? Why would you? But anyway, but anyway, anyway, let's get back to the Rangers. Rangers Astros. It's what two? Is it two, two zero? Two zero. Yeah. Which is so surprising. Except uh, the Rangers have been playing some of the best baseball in the postseason. I was about to say the Rangers have looked incredible. I will say this. I don't know. I, I I'll just take the stands, and I don't care. Uh, I'm very happy about it. I don't want to see the Houston Astros ever again in the World Series. Don't think they need it. I'm with you there. Is that a Ron Washington thing or? No, that's a. They are cheaters. Just, they were proven cheating, no. and I don't trust them to be so, in it. And Jose Altuve so, was. I mean, he was a part of it, and for some reason, he's still beloved by people. And don't get me wrong, he might be a nice guy, but. I mean, you do what you did, and I don't... You cheat once, I, and that's your label. Yeah, congratulations. You so, know, And people are going to argue that a lot of teams in baseball are doing it. Um, what about the until Braves whistle? Until it's proven. I mean, that's been debunked by so many people. I don't know. Um, it's pretty crazy. Either yeah. way, I, I mean, you, if it's proven that you are, you... I mean, there's punishments that should happen. Yeah. Even if the Braves... I'll be honest. If, even if the Braves came out and said that... You know, somebody on their team was cheating. I would probably say the same thing. So yeah. when get all, get out because it's baseball. When was there, to me? There's no the room che- for when it. When was the cheating? Was it 
2017. It was 2017. Yeah, right? 2017. I actually ended up writing my master's paper on that. So the Astro. Okay, so here here's my thing. They cheated in 2017. They're under a microscope for the rest, right? Mm-hmm. They played in three World Series since, and they won the last World Series. Like they can, did they? The the argument, if we're playing devil's advocate on the other side too, is the argument is it one? Did they even need to cheat? Two, it's Dusty Baker now. Yeah. No, they didn't need Dusty to cheat. Too. I yeah. love Dusty Baker. I, th- I think if they win the World Series this year, somehow come back, or honestly, it, for me personally, at this point, going to three other, going to three World Series and win one, it's in, impressive. But that, they are cheaters still. Just yeah. you could say you could say that team te- uh, that team cheated, but yeah. I mean, like, at what point does that? I'm not saying go away. Like, can you say that this team is cheaters? As long as Jose Altuve is on there, yes. Take. Because he is a cheater. He still you, balls out when he's that's not fine. That's fine. Look, that's fine. Hey, but that's Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time, winning. Cheaters. He's still a cheater. I'm, he cheated. Some balls got deflated. Like all the, I'm saying is, if you, you can still like, be people, great. People get arrested, and those. I mean, you are forever labeled a felon for some of those crimes. Yeah. So I mean. At the end of the day, if you do it, you do it, and then the world knows about it. They have every right to call you that, yeah. and that's just how it goes. So, yes, yeah. Jose Altuve is a cheater. The Houston Astros, still. as an organization, are cheaters. And to me, I, I, as long as Jose Altuve is on that team, I don't want to see what them. What if in he's the, on another team? Uh, like, World what, Series? Uh, no, like I don't want to. See, I honestly don't want to see him in. What if he joined the Major League Baseball? Yeah, what if I would be very Braves? upset. <laughs> <laughs> I would be very upset. I was upset when uh, Marcel Arzuna came back. Yeah, I was upset oh, about that. Now, yeah. some interesting things have actually ended up coming out right. about that. I don't know the whole story on it, so I won't talk too much about it. But um, it seems like he's actually on his way to winning back a lot of people. I mean, he did a great. He, he did win back a lot of people this past season um, with some of the things off the field that he said, not just his play. Like he had a few great things, but um, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, there's sometimes there's some players that should not be in the league anymore. And you can say that for football. You can say that for a lot of sports. Yeah, I agree. Right. Aka Deshaun Watson. Okay. So anyway, should he? No, I'm just yes, okay. Trevor well, Bauer. Well, 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 that's another day. I don't even know if we need to get into that. Well, we can talk Probably about not. that one if he well, ever. If there's later. talks about him coming yeah. back to Major League Baseball, but because... I mean, there are text receipts that show that he was set up. I'm yeah. just going to point it's that out. It's such a hard topic to get through. Yeah. Um. Um. But boy, anyway, we're we're going to move past yeah, that. We're, we're going to move on. Hey, uh, let's talk a little football. High school football, uh, game of the week this week. Let's just dive right into it. Clarksville High versus Rossview. The Warfield Shield game. I am so excited for when, this. When football. was the last time that this matchup, this rivalry, decided the outcome of the district standings and who gets the number one overall seed? Uh, well, I'll tell you this. I don't think it's been – I think it's been a while it's since a this game – since this game has been played so late in the season, I feel like usually they play it more so in the middle. Um, fourth, fifth game. Sometimes. I think fourth depends, game last it, year. It bounces back. It, it was the first game one year. Yeah, hmm. I, that's right. It was. That sets Which, the tone. But the no, fact that they put stinks. it. The fact that they. I mean, honestly, it does, though. That's true. But I like it, it more at the end the of the tone, season. Too. It does, it, it, like, then you have zero room for yeah. the storyline. There's benefits yeah. on both it's, sides. It's that, worked but, out this year for the best. I was about to say, this is the showdown. The best teams. I'll tell you what, this crowd is going to be insane on Friday night. Take Rossi's first two losses, I think, and just throw them out the window. These yeah. are these are two eight no teams, whatever you want to call them. I was them, about really. to say, I mean, and he, he, you guys know as much as every other sports fan in the world, it's it's different when you're playing your rival. It's different when you're playing for a trophy. It's yeah. different like four miles when you're apart. when you're playing to 
prove something too, right? Rossio like, had a tough season last year. And they like did. you said, they still played CHS close. Yeah. And they were a, a dang good team last There's, year. It's going to be really, I, this game is going to be incredible. I'm super, so one thing I love about Clarksville High is the fact that they're running that dual quarterback system that no, so it's a triple no, option. It's a triple option with two quarterbacks. I, I yeah. Mean, yeah. And no, no <laughs> thing of beauty. No team, first of all, runs that. And no team that does run it is good at it. No, the, but the, Clarksville High figures out a way to get um, the service Jack academies. Wyatt to throw the ball down the field. It's insane. The service academies have to be at all of Clarksville High's Ser- games. Honestly, it's scouting out kids is all right. Oh, we're going to see some NFL players out there, man. Yeah. Hey, who's this kid? <laughs> you want to come serve your country, son? <laughs> But I don't. What, what's your guys' predictions? Do you guys want to give predictions? I'll tell you. I'll, I'll make a prediction. Um, so, so first of all, on, I'm going to be before there before we get before we give our predictions. Clarksville High. I mean, I'm going to go over. Do you want to pull up Clarksville Highs real quick? Yeah, Christian? go ahead. Pull up Clarksville Highs record and let's go over it. So They're the, undefeated. The, the theme. No, I mean like kind of like the little storyline, or whatever. The theme from Rossview after losing those first two games has been defense has been insane and then they have scored pretty decently too. They had another game against McGavick High School, 30 to nothing. The only team that has scored on Rossview since let's see, since August 25th is Dixon County and they scored two field goals. That's great. Which surprised me that Dixon County only scored two field was goals. Was it two field goals or a touchdown missed extra point? Oh, uh, let's see. That's I, I thought also it was two a possibility. Field goals. I don't have to. No matter what, it's six points. Six points over the last <laughs> have they, months. So have they not given up a more than six points in district play? No, they haven't. No. That? They haven't given up six points in district play. That is. You have Clarksville highs? Yeah. How, yeah. Look at their district yeah, play. See, I'm a, like, I think they've allowed a few points. They've allowed more than uh, Rossview for sure. Both stand at 5-0 and in district rankings. Um, overall, Ross, you like you said, six and two. Then also Clarksville High, eight and zero. Oh. Um, so let's see, points against in the district, thirty-seven for Clarksville High. Crazy. So significant difference, but that's still amazing. You know, you look at it though, you think about it, and well, one, I'll say this: I know Clarksville High when they played Kirkwood, they allowed this weird touchdown for Kirkwood, and that game was very one-sided with Clarksville High winning yeah, that. They've one. all been one-sided um, for Clarksville High for sure, but I, I, they. They let those weird touchdowns happen every now and then, like some random big play from the other team that'll happen and move the ball down the field really well, and then they'll be able to score. But then, I mean, Clarksville High is just consistent. That's yeah. the difference, right? These other teams are getting those random plays that make them that can get the random points. Yeah. I hate saying random because it kind of takes away from their effort, and I don't mean to do that. But when it's one-sided like that, I mean, those big plays... I think it generally. I think I think it's allowed to say that. Yeah. I mean, when you're not making a lot of offensive production, and then you finally have that one play that does. But um, Clarksville High is just a, a very strong team who is coached by a very disciplined, very high expectation Isaac Shelby. They know what they're going to do. They're going to score points. They're going to do that. So let, let's go over a prediction. What are y'all's predictions? As the, uh, I'll I'll make mine last just because I have vested interest. So I'm going to say this real quick. Clarksville High broke their all-time scoring record yeah. for a single season, and they had two games left. They put a point. So I'm going to go Clarksville High, 30, 35, 28. I think you're going to put up 35 I think, on this defense. I think 
we're going to see some points in this game. I was going to say thirty. I was going to say thirty-two, twenty-four. I wouldn't be surprised if it goes to overtime too. I, I I'm going to go. I don't know. That's such a tough one because I also feel like Clarksville High is. Well, shoot, Rossview would do the same thing. Both these teams might be going for go for two on every touchdown. That's the other thing. I'm going to go thirty-five, seventeen, Rossview. Whoa! Because Clarksville High is going to be able, they they will give up points. Rossview yeah. has shown that they are very stingy, uh, and even with Clarksville Highs, you know, at thirty five twenty, I'm going to go thirty five twenty. Two field goals. I'm going to say that the the kicking game's got to be strong. Yeah, yeah. So, hey, and Clarksville High has the kicker though. Yeah. So thirty five twenty, Rossview gets it done. Uh, their offense comes out and plays, and they take the Warfield Shield back to Rossview Road. And these project or predictions don't take away anything from each team's season because mm-hmm. they've both been no, phenomenal. No, they stink. Clarksville, I stink. I don't know what you're talking about. Gosh, Get, out. Get out of here. Kitty cats. Get out of Little here. kitty cats. It's going to be a fantastic game. It Atmosphere is, will be second to none. I was about to say. So make sure to join us on our sister station, is, ESPN Clarksville 104.1. I'm going to be calling the game. Uh, hopefully going to have that pregame show starting up around uh-huh. 645, kickoff at 7. Couple more things just to touch on to give the community kind of insight. Fort Campbell plays for a number one seed in their district uh, this weekend as well. Then also a big matchup between West Creek and Dixon County, who are seated three and four in District Six uh, A. And one thing to note: top three teams, Region Seven, correct. Big thing to note is top three. Th- excuse me, top four teams go to the playoffs. So Dixon County and West Creek kind of fighting for that um, third and fourth spot, yeah. which means seating. That's where it's really going to come down to. Yep. And Kenwood and Kirkwood are right underneath mm-hmm. yep. at two and three each in the district. It's going to be a barn burner. Um, we are going to very much enjoy it. There's going to be other people there too. So let's quickly move on to. Um, College football. Uh, Austin P. getting the W over Garner Webb, making it what four in a row? Four in a row. Four, four in a row. row. Number twenty-four in the nation, baby. They are number one up, in your heart. They are putting up points. Scotty Walden's really utilized that quick offense, very much similar to like what Josh Heupel tried to run, or what he did run last year. I just want to point out too, we kind of called them winning out. And that's still they're on pace. We're just now we're just now starting conference play ranked. this week. It's on ranked. pace. We're ranked. We, we're, and that's the cool thing. We're starting conference play ranked. We're twenty four right now in top twenty five. Huge. I mean, I we've earned it. It is the. I top, mean, you look at who we've played. This is a big tournament too. So it is tw- the top twenty five. Yeah. That get into the playoffs. So Austin P. Right is now it top twenty five. Yeah, I believe. I, I, I'm pretty sure it is twenty five. It's a twenty five team. There's a lot of teams that go, and a lot of teams are going to get the, that extra bid, even if they don't win their um, conference. Yeah. Austin P gets it's so there, like. weird, though. I don't college football playoffs, especially for the FCS, gets a Austin little weird. To? Who's Austin P lost the to? Salukis. Salukis. That's all. That's really the only thing. Tennessee. Tennessee. The Saluki in Tennessee. That's it. Now, I'm going to say this real quick. Southern Both U- of which are ranked. Yeah. Just to say that. Exactly. Southern Utah. Where's Saluki's ranked? I think they're in the teens. Okay, we'll have to double check. I think double check at some point. But they play Southern Utah this week. Southern Utah has one of the best. They're going out too, aren't they? Yeah, they're they're traveling to the West Coast if that's considered the West Coast. Midwest, I thought. Uh, Whatever. No matter what, Uh, Southern Utah has one of the best defenses in the conference. But I think they just proved we don't know where Utah is. Yeah, but Austin Peay's been. They are ranked dead last in southern or Southern Utah is ranked dead last in offensive rankings. I think I saw their their record. Isn't it like two and four? Two and four. Yeah, but three of those losses were one possession games against. Oh, uh, oh Arizona State. 
Ooh. UC Irvine, who's ranked, then also another team that, oh, Central Arkansas, ah. who's ranked. See, Central Arkansas is part of the UAC, I yeah. believe, which that's huge for um, yep. Central Arkansas. Well, I mean, it doesn't help Austin P's regards, because mm. we would like to see Central Arkansas lose that game. Yeah, but this, this game may be kind of close, but also I could see Austin P blowing the lid off him. You don't know what and you're going to get. The, it would be the fifth one. Well, I mean, yeah. I feel like they, they, yeah. the, they're all of their games their the past offense. four have been their offense is separated. Clicking. It is clicking on all cylinders right now. Austin B is playing what I like to call complimentary football at yeah. a very fast pace. If you look at the last game, too, it's just another insane 31 of 41 for 372 yards. DeLillo slanging the ball a little bit more than he has in the past couple of games. Still. Jackson with 108 yards on the ground. DeLillo hey, a couple that, of rushes himself. Big shout out to Javon Jackson. Because yeah. this dude, I have to say this, because this dude literally was expected to split snaps with C.J. Evans. C.J. Evans, unfortunately, gets a season-ending knee injury. And Javon Jackson has been able to just carry that load for the Austin P. Governors. Not only that, has well, done exceptionally well. With passing numbers like that, you can afford... To, I'm not saying... You can afford to lose somebody, but like uh, with passing numbers like that, and you still getting hundred, still being able to get a hundred yards on the ground, and then you spread it out to eight different receivers. I don't, I don't know eight what receivers ex- had reception. I don't know what to expect this week though from Jackson because this is a Southern Utah Thunderbird team that is ranked number one in conference in rushing yards allowed. I think they're. I think what they're going to do is they're going to they they're going to try to establish some form of run, whether yeah. that means Jackson. Getting those, getting those reps, yeah. or the Lolo, maybe some quarterback runs, like design quarterback runs. I would love to see the stat on how many times, like the record, like the governor's re- win record when we score within the first ten minutes of the first quarter. Oh yeah, you I would love to see that because I feel like, I feel like the the amount of games that I've watched where the governors are able to score super quick right off kickoff, I feel like we have usually won those games. You just and I think that's the key here. Scotty Walden, he's aggressive. Everybody knows that. And there's no huddle system. I mean, maybe sometimes I don't think they do though. I don't think they huddle. He's very fast paced, right? And that's what the governors are good at. I think once they score and they get that confidence level super quick, I think that just gives them that super edge to kind of just continue that. And then it also hypes the defense up a little bit. Well, and. I think that it's just going to be you got to establish some sort of run and I think that they're going to be able to do that like I was saying whether it's design quarterback runs whether it's Jackson getting his touches jet sweeps jets I like a good I, jet sweep I've not seen jet sweeps Matt Canada baby that's his old offense I think Dallas ran I think Dallas ran one is <laughs> on Monday pretty successful they, they, they did Brandon Cooks my boy ran to that left side and he said I'll get it I'll say this that play happened so fast I don't think anybody understood what happened no that, that was a great well, setup and uh, a quick note about that game real quick I'm sorry but the da- the, the Dak Prescott uh fake handoff or option handoff to Tony Pollard kept it for the run to the end zone Beautiful. I mean, I've never seen a more beautiful quarterback keeper on that. Well, one. I didn't want to see it because I bet on Tony Pollard to score a touchdown. But whatever, yeah. whatever. Jeff. <laughs> Did you notice I didn't bet on the Cowboys this yeah, week? <laughs> you shouldn't have. I should. You should. No one should ever bet on the Cowboys and okay. that offense. Okay, it's unpredictable. Thank you. I'm talking about player stats. That's fine. Mm. All but. right. Anyway, moving along. Austin P. Uh, yeah, they're going to Southern Utah this Saturday, 7 p.m. Like Jeff said, you can catch all the coverage on 104.1 FM, 5:40 a.m. Brian Reeves, Van Stokes are going to be on the call out in the mountains of Utah. Mountains, yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Yeah, there's yeah. mountains Mountain, in Utah. I don't know if southern Utah's mountains. No, I don't know about southern. 
Yeah, I'm it guessing. might be. Either, either way. I, I failed geography, so they're, they're gonna be <laughs> do not. Six o'clock pregame show. Sorry, not geography, geometry. Yeah. Six o'clock pregame show. It's going to be a fun time. Uh, go support the governors by listening in. Moving right along, we also have another. We got a couple of big games this week Ohio State, Penn State. But the biggest, I think, on the schedule is going to be Tennessee versus Alabama, <clears throat> at least in my eyes. Now, I have had a very negative view on Tennessee after that Florida loss, uh, mainly because we haven't had to really play anybody after the South Carolina. I was a little bit better. I was still not happy. I was like this and that. This past game was not great, but Tennessee's run offense is absolutely insane against the team that only allowed Alabama to run 90 yards. And they, they've held multiple teams to less than a hundred yards. Tennessee smashed through that. They, um, they had, let's see, 232 rushing yards. Oh, you mean Texas A&M? Yeah. Well, Tennessee had 232 <clears throat> rushing yards on Texas A&M while allowing 54. I mean, I'm not... I, I, look, I'm not trying to take anything away from Tennessee. Yeah. But you guys are ranked number 17. Right. Texas A&M. Do you think that score should be a little bit bigger? If you... That game was so messy. Tennessee tried to give that game away so many times, and it comes back to the quarterback play with Joe Milton. Now, Kind of getting back to the whole Texas A&M circle. They played at Alabama the week before. Took Alabama to the wire, more or less. Even with Jimbo completely trying to do everything he can to lose them that game. Look, th- this Alabama team... This Alabama team is okay. It's not a great Alabama team. I mean, now, they're, they're ranked not, 11th. Look, I'm... I am not saying that Tennessee is going to, by any means, 1,000% win this game. But I am saying that if Joe Milton manages, and we talked about manage, right? You can manage to win you the game or manage to lose you the game. Don't do anything stupid, Joe. And maybe you can lean on that run game and open up some opportunities down the field. And maybe the balls can sneak out of there with a win. I, I, wouldn't, I... I, wouldn't, I would call Alabama a great team. The way they're playing right so now, you call them a great team. Yes, I right. Mean, yeah. The way they're playing right now, the development of Jalen Milrow has been pretty astounding, actually. From, That's where pass rush comes in. Yeah, but at the same know, time, their rushing attack, and then also their defense—you don't need to sleep on them. Fr- so they're going to make so Joe, so Milrow last That's week fine. against Arkansas, which that was actually kind of a fun game to watch. But once again, Ar- I know that's what I was about to yeah. say. Arkansas yeah. not ranked either. Alabama ranked eleventh. That like this, it should have been a bigger difference of a score, but in my opinion. At the same time, Arkansas just took LSU down to the wire, That too. is true. Arkansas is kind of on the run-up, even though they're only 2-5 and five on the yeah. season. They've With been playing... LSU, I mean, they've been playing fairly well. Um, but Milrow had 238 yards passing, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. He went 10 for 21, so what is that, about 50, or, uh, uh, 49%? That's going to be the two keys, though. You're right, Jeff. That's going to be the two keys is... <clears throat> Those deep balls by Milrow, because he's been able to throw those really deep balls. They are and beautiful. Alabama has just produced good receivers. I yeah. mean, well, let me rephrase that. They've just been able to produce a lot of great people in different positions. But receivers, quarterbacks, and running backs, your offense, 
Alabama has always been traditionally very good at producing those players and developing. Like and, and, and you know, when you're talking, we're talking about this conversation. I think is when you can kind of start getting into the individual players and like what they're doing. And so you can kind of look at some of your receiving. Uh, so you have like Prentice, who had two receptions for 93 yards for tennis or for Alabama, excuse me. Uh, Burton, who had 60 yards uh, after two receptions, who had a crazy um, week before that against Texas. Yeah, A&M. and then you have. Uh, Nye Black, who had two receptions for 43, and then you had one from Brooks that went 25 yards. Yeah. It's those big carries, it's those big yardages that I think Alabama is just going to be able to make happen yeah. that Tennessee won't. So Tennessee is going to have to really buckle up in that secondary. That defensive front is really good. That rush defense is really good, allowing A&M to 54 yards. Now, rushing, now rushing, I think you guys might have... The uh, pretty good luck because if you look at Kamal Alabama, it's got to continue to play really well. I'll say and McClellan only had uh, McClellan went 16 carries. That's a lot for only 60 er, for 83 yards. Yeah. Now it's not horrible, but it's a lot of carries as so, far. Yeah. And you, if you have a good rush defense, you might be able to shut if that Tennessee down. Tennessee can survive the secondary. This is going to be a defensive battle that's going to come down to the fourth quarter. Yeah. And if I had to put a prediction on it right now, as an unbiased Vols fan. It would be. Um, Do those exist? Yes, absolutely. Twenty three twenty Tennessee. Let's go. Alabama wins. That's all I'm going to say. I, I'll, I'll say twenty seven twenty three Alabama. Okay, we'll see. I mean, look, I have no zero expectations. Like, I'm actually getting hope for the first time in three or four weeks. That's dangerous. So, oh gosh, as, and I say that as a sports fan. You not, shouldn't have said as, that on air. So, no, no, I mean, Joe Milton is not good. <clears throat> Squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. That's funny. Yeah, I mean, that was good. Uh, I get it, Squirrel. So if Tennessee, if Tennessee can hit, if if Joe Milton can go for, yeah, if Joe Milton go fourteen for twenty and two touchdowns, then I think Tennessee wins that game. But uh, moving along, uh, I think we're good. Yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, we talked we did, about we World did the Braves at the top. Of the yeah, hour. That, that, I know. Apologize for us. Throwing, we had to throwing the schedule off, but because I'm such a Braves fan and because I'm such a Dallas fan, and I had to talk my crap. I had to. We had to enter the show with me getting right. roasted because. The Braves, number one team in baseball. So go watch some sports this weekend. Enjoy it. Sad. Listen to Jeff Matthews this Friday. Uh, listen to Brian Reeves Van Stokes this Saturday on ESPN Clarksville, 104.1 FM, 540 AM. I'm John Glass for Christian Brown, Jeff Matthews. Peace.